What's up, guys? You're tuning in to Twisted Youngins. I'm one of your hosts, Myra King, and I have a three great, is, three great men with me today. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is Desi Des. And it's your boy, Mojo, a.k.a. up in the building. And I got Darion, a.k.a. the Don, up in the building. Yes, Titan's sir. finest. You know what I'm saying? Up in here. Yes. This man out here in these streets handling his business like he should be. Yeah, like you've been on the grind for a while, fam. Now, I had to acknowledge you because when they brought you across my table, I had only heard of you once. And I didn't even lie. I ain't going to lie to you. I didn't pay it no attention because there's a bunch of rappers that rap every day. The second time I saw you, however, great content. I looked at you. I said, dude, what is this? This man is different. Like, and I was like, you know, it's not just your rap style. Your cadence is different. So big ups to you because a lot of people from obviously from Chi-Town or even just being from the hood, period. They'll hear your music and wouldn't know where you from. Because you, oh, you don't sound like drill music. Where did you, where, where did that come from? Yeah. Um, I have a background. My family did a really good job at um, keeping me around uh, positive entities. You know, I didn't, I didn't necessarily grow up in the hood. Well, I grew up on the West Side, but... Um, it wasn't, I'm sorry, it wasn't, it, it wasn't like how everyone else grew up. You know, we grew up on like, you know, in the church, you know, my father's a pastor. So um, I would definitely say that my cadence came from, you know, just having a good background, you know, having um people that care about you, having people that, you know, um want to see us do better things than the um, the neighborhood kids. So how, um what, what part of are you originally from Chicago? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm originally from Chicago. What, part, what side are you from? What, uh, uh, what side? What side? Okay. I was, uh, I just got, I was in Chicago for eight years. I was, um, I went out there to go to Columbia, Columbia mm-hmm. College. Yeah, I know. I ended up staying um, in the hundreds off 107. Then I ended up moving to Hyde Park. I was out there for eight years. I just got back about a year and a half ago there. Okay. And, where, you uh, got, where are you located now? St. Louis. I'm originally oh, okay. from St. Louis. I went out there for college. I ended up staying out there for eight years, and I just got back about a year and a half ago. Um, but yeah, so I was there to, um, I appreciate the diversity of music Chicago had, yeah. um, which was good, like the Mick Jenkins, even the Chief Keith, even uh, Chance Taylor, even like mm. you yourself, uh, Saba. It's like a melting pot, uh, yeah. even the bands. And um, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people, when they, on the outside looking in, they would just think, oh, okay, it's, it's drill music, it's drill. So when they hear um, artists like yourself, they wouldn't expect that. They wouldn't expect that coming from you. Um, I want to know what, it seems to us, to us, like you have, like, um, your style, you you definitely stand out and, and you make your mark on being different. Mm-hmm. How... I know you say, you know, your, your, your background, your father was a pastor, but um, how do you put that into music? To me, that would seem kind of hard as being a creator. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would definitely say that it's, it's tough when, um, you know, like everyone around you is like, not trying to be funny, but gangbangers or, you know, um, you, my, my peers are of a different um, breed, I would guess you would say. But um, it, it was tough. But at the same time, I felt like I came into myself at the right time. Like at, at first, um, you know, I, I, I make I'm, I make all type of music. You know, I make I make trap music, I make R and B music, I rap, I I make you know hip hop music. So I'm an all around artist, and um, being able to solidify the type of music that I make for people to notice me from is so much easier than it used to be because I was trying to fit in, trying to like, um, you know, get in the crowd where people was showing love to these artists. Um, in Chicago, of course, everyone knows it's drill, drill, drill. So it's a little hard to stand out. You know, it's a little hard to stand out because 
um, you know, people people love trap music or people love, you know, certain types of music, like the younger, the younger generations. But um as time moved forward, you know, of course you guys if anybody knows, I'm sure you guys will know that, you know, good music is gonna last, you know, and good artists are sure. gonna last because you know, either either you get caught up in, you know, the, the type of music that you're making and it gets you somewhere where you don't wanna be or you know or you just fall off because it's so many artists that make music just like that you know from chicago so i feel like it was all in good time i feel like god put put it right into my place to this day i'm still i'm still a little underground i'm still kind of like you know trying to get to that top place but um i know that it's all with, with god first i know that it's all gonna come you know it will bro with god first it will well, I mean, do you all have federal agents out there? Yeah, yeah, we do. We have a lot of federal agents. How is that? It's bad. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I just got done having issues with the federal agents. They was they was like watching me because I I was like I had a lot of money at the time. At the time, um, I was I was just a little young, you know, just flashing money on the internet because I was getting a lot of money right. from um. Know, social media and stuff like that so they was they thought I was a drug dealer or something like that and um you know <laughs> I, I had a I had an issue where um like I had a warrant for my arrest because I had I didn't go to court and they had went to my they went to my parents house because that's where I was at and um they they were asking for me and they were they was watching my social media you know what I'm saying they just watched my they just watched my social media they pretty much kept tabs on me and um, as of lately, I haven't really heard anything about it. You know, I still kind of watch what I do on the Internet now because, of course, I have a bigger brand, a bigger platform and more people are watching me. But, you know, I haven't had any problems with the cops following me anymore. And it's cool. You know what I'm saying? It's good. It's just it's just like when you're a black face, they don't want they don't expect for you to be able to make a, a decent living, you know, doing what you do, because you know, like if if you're black, I guess you got to be doing something wrong if you got a lot of money. You know, so. is it Homeland Security out there? Now, maybe Trump send the Homeland Security out there. Uh, I don't know about Homeland Security. I think at a certain time they were talking about sending, but as 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 far as I know right now, it's just the federal agents, and they've been out here for a while. But as of lately, it it's been they they've been sending more. Um, and in Inglewood, they just did a really big sting operation on a lot of like the gangs that was in the um heard about that Inglewood, Chicago. So they they locked up a lot of people, you know. So so as I'm saying, like as of lately, it's been a lot. It's been a lot of more federal agents. It's, it's been a lot of more locking up the gang members and the drug dealers and all the people that was like you know invested or um um associated with with whatever you know the the issues were you know when all that stuff happened with um minneapolis you know a lot of people came up like a lot of people like yeah it, the hood was eating good because Definitely. you know of of all the looting and stuff like that so and is it 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 really shocked me because after that happened the hood died down a little bit you know what i'm saying it seemed like the only thing the hood need is some money and you know everything will be a little bit better because there was no killings you know there was no um there was no really gang uh retaliation of anything of any sort because everybody was up everybody had money everybody had whatever you know they they took and stole and resold and all that other stuff everybody mm -hmm. had stuff so it was i'm not i'm not gonna lie like of course i'm not for the looting right and all but um it was nice to see my people eat i'm i'm, I'm sorry to say that it had to be like through that way yeah. but i mean wh what does it take anymore why why does it take for us to do all of this for us to be yeah. so happy when you guys when when millions and billions and trillions of dollars is spent on you know the war and things of that nature you know so yeah know. no i pay you on that man i can understand that i'm um i'm 100 with that 
I got another question for you. Seeing as how, like she said, um, federal agents and everything like that being deployed into Chicago, can we talk about what they claim to be the reason they be deploying them into Chicago anyway? The crime rate up in Chicago, and not specifically that. We just talking about bodies being dropped. Let's just call it what it is. I mean, people are being killed at a rapid rate, not just in Chicago and everywhere else, but we're talking about Chicago specifically because at one point in time, I was in Illinois. It's very close to home. So I definitely want to know, you know, because I ain't going to say I want to know. I just want to figure out, is there anything we can do as a people to try to calm some of it down, truthfully? Because he think it's sending in troops or whatnot to try to stop all the violence. And he can keep getting rid of people on the streets, but I ain't going to lie to you, the mentality's still there. We just going to redo it again through another generation. If not, what do we do to stop and break the cycle? The cycle, the only way the cycle can be broken is by um, hitting, hitting the youth at a younger age. Mm -hmm. And, and another thing is um, being able to give these parents more money than just minimum wage mm -hmm. because and I'm just speaking on my, I'm speaking on my, um, my, my situation. Um, when I was younger and, you know, of course I, I come from a two parent home, but after my parents split, I, I have a stepmother. So I came, I came from a two parent home. And um, at, at a time when I was living with my mom, um, in Chicago, the problem was, was that she wasn't home. You know, the problem was that I had too much, um, freedom to do the things that I want, you know, um, from the grace of God, I was raised well and I made great decisions. I didn't have to go game bang. I didn't have to do go, I have to go sell coconut like that. So from the grace of God, I, we were able to survive and eat nicely, um, regardless of what mom told us and what she didn't tell us. You know, it was those days when we knew like we didn't have money, but um, I think like, like I was saying earlier, like the problem is money. The problem is money. And, um, and parents being available for their kids. When parents aren't available for, you know, um talks and being there to stay on your ass and i'm sorry i don't know if i can curse or not you no, you're good, you're good. um you know to 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 discipline and to teach those morals and values then um you get a troubled a troubled youth that is looking for acceptance or guidance from his peers or the the people that are that people the people that have money you know um when i was younger i used to look up to the people that have that have money you know it wasn't like uh i'm looking for why how they getting this money or nothing like that it was oh you up in a row i want that i want a row you know what i'm saying i want money too like it's sad to say that you know we as people and not just black people, but all races, we look at money as, as it is to survive, but it seems like you can only be happy when, you know, all your bills is paid, the refrigerator is full, you know, you can do what you want to do and have the things that you want to have when you want to have it. Not, okay, we go, we'll get it when we get it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, I can go to the store and go get it whenever I want to, whenever, whatever I want, I want to have it. So that's what kids, that's what kids are doing. Kids are saying like, okay, um, they broke, they, they living in the hood every day. They feeding off, they eating off a dollar and 50 cents, you know, and now it's more because, you know, the prices went up. So back in the day, my mom used to give us $2 every day before school. And that was enough to give us like four bags of chips and like four juices. Right. So now you got kids living off of nothing or a little bit of something and they want more. Well, it's so easy when, you know, these people are like, hey, I'll give you some money to go kill this guy for me. Or, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not, I'm not trying to speak on any certain situations. I'm just saying like, no. um, that's just really how the streets is right now. The streets is like, 
we're going to pay off these kids to, to handle our business, our dirty work. And most likely they're not going to get caught. But if they do get caught, then they'll just get a few years in juvie and then they'll get out. We'll see. Then. Oh, my bad. Uh, go ahead, Ma. OK, and I was about to say, with that being said, uh, how are you staying protected? How are you moving different? Because I say that because nowadays, like with uh, influences, artists or any, you know, um, it seems like back in the day, there was some type of shield to where it's like when you ever when you hear about someone getting uh, killed or murdered, whether it's a rapper or some someone with some type of influence, it was a total shock. And I feel like now it's like the norm. You know, when you yeah. hear about a rapper getting killed, it's like, you know, that doesn't surprise me now. Or, or how are you staying protected? How are you how are you moving different? Because you do have, yeah, no, no yeah. yeah, I um, I move. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I I try to stay out the way now more so than ever, and it's crazy because like I I work with a lot of I work with a lot of artists. I produce for a lot of artists in the streets. You know, I I support the underground. I like I like the 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 um the undergrounders and the um the under the underdogs. You know, I like the underdogs because these are the people that are blackmailed. These are the people that can't get into the industry correctly. So I feel like um as long as I don't well first off <laughs> first off I def you definitely have to have a gun. Mm -hmm. it's it's mm -hmm. sad, but you have to have it's a gun. It's sad, but bro, you whoa, 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 brother. Before you continue, it is not sad that you have to have a gun. It is your American right to have a gun. Yeah, no, but as, as, far, as far as being in Chicago, you have to have one. You know, you have to have one. If anybody's listening, if anyone's coming back to this video, you have to have one. I don't care who you are. My, my, my little sister has a gun, you know what I'm saying? And um, it's registered. You know, so I feel like, you know, now more so than ever, you gotta have, you have to carry, you have to carry, you know, get, get your stuff. If you're not a felon, get you a gun. If you are a felon, get you a gun. I'd rather you get caught with the gun than to get caught lacking without it. Because as you see, everybody that get caught lacking without it, if they would have had it, they'll still be alive. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but as far as moving, like I stay out, I kind of stay out of like the inner city now more so because um all this stuff that's happening with with these artists, you know, um R.P. Doug, you know, he was um yeah. he he was a really big influence in Chicago. So now more so than ever, I've been staying out of the hood. Like usually, like I'm always in Chicago. I'm in Chicago talking to my homies, whatever working on music, but now it's more so like, yeah, bro, I'm at the crib, man. I'm at the slide. I'm trying to make sure that anything that I got to do, I'm going to do it over the internet because it's free game for anybody. It's free game. People mad, people upset. They want their gig back. So um, I'm moving, I'm moving light. I'm moving lightly. I'm moving light foot because I don't want to be a victim. You know, I, uh, I am a so I don't want to say I'm associated with like like gangs in general, but I am associated with members of these gangs and um they are they are very humble people, you know, regardless of the things that they do, they're humble, you know, they show me love. That's how I get my pass. I get my pass from, you know, knowing people, working with people, giving people free work, you know because I was just living in Inglewood in a trap like a year and a half ago, you know, and um, I was down and it seemed like the streets loved me more than my family did for a second, you know? And um, I came up out of that, you know, I got, I got things right with my family and now I got the love of the streets behind me and my family. So that's how I'm moving. I got. I. I'll never say like, I'm gonna stay away and keep them away from me and say and block it all out. I can't say that, but I definitely do keep, you know, the love of the streets behind me because, you know, um, you'll never know who you're gonna need or who you've come across in the hood because, 
you know, people, it's, 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 it's just tough. It's tough right now. I mean, my brother, listen, I've got to have a conversation with you, man. How difficult is it having people in this background? How difficult is it trying to convince them to go a different path or go a different route? I know you've talked to some of your homeboys where, you know, they in the streets and you're like, bro, listen, I, you know, I got plenty of ways for you to take that money that you got and turn it into another flow of currency. You know what I'm saying? A legit flow of currency. How difficult is it to have those conversations? Or um, is it difficult at all, if it is? It's, it's, it's not difficult. Um, seeing, I, and I'm speaking on my own personal experiences. Yeah, yeah. So when you when 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 you see some of these people out here in the streets, when you see like your your fellow your fellow um neighbors in the hood and stuff like that, they got they got some money. You know what I'm saying? Like they regardless of how they got it, where they get it from, it's not hard to help. To, to it's not hard to get people to invest their money. That for me anyway, it's not because um you know regardless of if it's music doing stocks, you know, um, currencies, um, rent, you know, renting out places and, and fixing up these homes. It's not hard to get people to invest their money, take their money and do the right thing. It's hard to get them out of the hood. That's what is hard. It's hard to say like, bro, you need to leave. You know what I'm saying? That can never be a conversation because, you know, people, people are scared the the chicago chicago does a really good job at the 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 crab barrel effect and the crab barrel effect is you know everyone's climbing to the top trying to get out and everyone's at the bottom is trying to hold you down chicago is a very good like example of the crab barrel effect whether it's people that you love whether it's your homies, hold on. Whether it's um, you know, it's it's um, like I don't, I don't know, you know, the trap. <laughs> people people love it there. People love it where people love it where they're at. You know what I'm saying? And you're absolutely right, dude. It's hard to get people to stop going from place to my my thing is is you're right at one point in time some of these people don't have resources however there's been a lot of cases where i see people have the resources and they still going back for no reason going i ain't gonna say for no reason they're going back to show love and stuff like that but still is it worth it not for me and and not for anybody that's made it hmm. or anybody that's an influencer or anybody that wants more it's not worth it like um I current I'm currently in a situation well not a situation gotcha. I, I'm in a um I'm in a place where I'm happy and the people around me are happy and positive and everybody's doing something good. I got a baby on the way. Congratulations, so, congratulations. About to be so, the first one? Yeah. yeah. Oh congratulations. congratulations. I'm definitely trying, to, well, for myself, I'm just saying, like, I don't want to live in Chicago no more. I, I lived here my whole life. I, I moved out. I moved out of Chicago at least five times. And I came back only because, like, of, of lack of resources. You know what I'm saying? People not being in places where I wanted to move and stuff like that. And um, only because, you know, sometimes as men, and I'm speaking on men, you know, we we are a little um we have a little a little thing called pride where we don't wanna ask people that we don't know or people that aren't our own for help. Well at that time in my life I wasn't asking for help. If it was like if I made it, I made it. If I didn't, I didn't. And it was like I didn't want anyone's help. Now more so, you know, I'm looking at the way Chicago's been treating me lately. Ever since I got ever since I got verified, Chicago been showing me hella love. And it's and and now I have more resources where I'm from rather than where I was at. I was living in Dallas, um, Vegas. Um, where else was I living at? At a certain time, I was living in um, dang, um, I think look, I think I think Arkansas. I think I was living. 
huh. Anyway, but um, I, I came back. I came back. And, and a couple of times I left and came back to Dallas. You know, I, I left, moved to Dallas, stayed out in Dallas for a little bit, then came back to Chicago, and then moved back out to Dallas because I loved it there. Mm. And um, I do feel like... Think you'll you know, go back? Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. If 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 my lady and if my lady feels as though it's good for us, you know, because I, I always like I always think about what she wants, you know. As so good. as if if she thinks that it's good for us to go there, then that's where we that's where I'll be going. That's where I'll be moving my child to because I don't necessarily want her to grow up here. But um, I definitely feel like it, wherever you're from, it's good for you to get out of it. As long as you've made your name, that's all that matters. Because, I mean, your city not going to rock with you until you blow up somewhere else anyway. That's yeah. crazy. That's a shame, though, that's, bro. That's, that's true. That's oh, a shame. Uh, speak, speak to us about this drink water campaign that you have. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, okay, so the, the company is called RX. It's called RX Water. Um, my good friend Chris uh, put me on to it. I've been rocking with Chris for about like five years now. He was like rocking with me before I was kind of like famous and before I was verified and all that stuff. So um, he told me that this um, company is is really big in um, the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? So um, they got they got a little few places out in Cali as well and you know, they're, they're really distributing this water. So I was like, okay, I got into it. You know, um, he, he dropped me off some cases of water. He said, I just want you to try it, you know, drink it, you know, tell me what you think. So, I mean, the first bottle of water that I drank, I mean, it was a no brainer. Like I, I instantly was like, yeah, this is some good water. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's crazy cause I don't really drink like al- alkaline water. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. But um, I never I had never really drunk it before. So it was like I never really had a, a opinion on it. But when I first drunk it, I thought it was going to be like salsa water or something like that. I'm like, oh, it's going to be salsa water. It's going to be nasty. Mm-hmm. But um, I drunk it. It just tastes like regular water. And then at the time, um, you know, um, when you're pregnant, well, when <laughs> when you got a baby on the way, you start getting all of the symptoms of you know, the, the woman, you know what I'm saying? Being pregnant, you know, I was gaining weight and, you know, I was getting, I was like breaking out and all this other stuff. So when I started drinking the water, it, it started like clearing my skin up a little bit more. It gave me more energy, you know, it helped me sleep at night. So uh, it's good. It's it's a definitely, it's definitely a good taste in water. They're expensive. They, they, they're on the same kind of like, like level as Fiji. And um, you know they're just growing. It's just a, it's just a smaller company at this time, but um, I'm definitely invested into it. They got me as a um, they have me as a brand ambassador. So um, when if when when it gets big, you know big payouts, you know big opportunities, more to come. You know I'm just here for this for the startup. You know because. I have a fan base that I can share it to and I can get people to watch and, and look at what I'm doing so that we you gotta know, get that water, man. You said oh, you, you gotta send you said it's alkaline to RX water, right? Yeah, RX water. Okay. You said you, it's alkaline. Look, if we buy it, you can you getting some off of it, right? You got a percentage of this, right? Oh yeah, 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 for sure, man. Uh, yeah, you got a you got a link. discount That's... code. Damn all that. We can <laughs> so I can make sure the dollars go directly to you. Yeah, yeah, I got a, I got a, um, I got a discount code. I got a discount for all my, um, you know, my peoples. Anybody that want to buy, you know, it's like, I think you get like twenty bottles. It's like, it costs like forty dollars, you know, retail price, but we sell it for like twenty five, twenty, twenty, twenty five. Hell yeah. You know, but it's good water. It's good water. You know, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really invested into it. I'm putting, I'm taking my time. You know, I've never really had something that I put my energy behind so much. So it's like, it's nice to have something that is like, okay, when this blows up, you'll be one of those first people that, that looks at me as such. You know what I'm saying? Like, this was a guy that was- You got t-shirts? You gonna have some with your little 
the water logo or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, man, for sure. Um, it, we, like, like, like I said, I just really started with them. You know, what I'm saying maybe like a month ago. Um, I, I've gotten hats from them and all that other stuff. So, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely going up. I mean, like I said, it's already big in California. Like this water is big everywhere. It's just now coming to the Midwest. Mm. And since I'm like one, of, I'm since I'm a big influencer in the Midwest, they wanted to use me to, um, you know, expand the brand. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, it does. Um, can you explain to me your hardships in this journey of this career of yours? Because obviously you're a rapper slash singer or singer slash rapper. rapper what does it T-Pain say? Singer turned rapper. <laughs> rapper turned singer, whatever. But um, what is the uh, hardships between obviously doing both and then combining the two? Because you actually do have songs where you just sing, then you just rapping, and you have your songs where you singing and rapping on your Drake type stuff. You know, he's pretty much the most famous person for doing such things. But yeah, what is what is that like? Or explain to me that process that it takes to get through that. Because obviously that's some, that's a lot of thinking right there, my dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not hard. It's not tough. Mm -hmm. I've been singing since I was three. You oh. know, so as an R&B artist, I, like, I'm talking about family, to get-togethers, people's birthdays. I always, like, they always put me on the spot to sing. So I've never been shy to sing. I've never been shy to um you know put on a show for a crowd rapping was easy as well because i started rapping at 11 um and i made my first song when i was 16 and i took a i started taking serious when i graduated high school um i was in this i was in uh the hairspray play in high school it was my last year i remember it like it was yesterday and um, I went, I went, I didn't even go to school in Chicago. I went to school, I went to high school in Indiana. Okay. Yeah, I went to high school in Indiana. So. Where in Indiana? Curious. Portage, it's like, it's like near Gary Miller. You said Portage? Yeah, but it's like the white area, if I that know, makes sense. I know yeah, what Portage is. Area. <laughs> it's a shame, brother. I know what Portage is. That's a shame. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Carry on, man. So, um, yeah, I was, I was in the hairspray play and, um, one of my peers had came to me and they was like, we really need a male singer, you know what I'm saying? To play this part of seaweed. And I'm like, I don't do that. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was something that I was kind of iffy on, right. but when, um, I, I was presented with the opportunity and then I just did what I love to do and I do all the time. You know, I got so much praise for it and I was hurt because like I had been searching for what I really wanted to do my whole life and I had been doing it, you know, and not even realizing that I could have, you know, made something of myself before I got to like 17, 18, if that makes sense. So I could have been like in, in school plays and singing and acting and this all builds character. And I'm out with, you know, the football team and the and the and the track team and not really getting anywhere because, you know, of course I was athletic, but I wasn't the best athlete, you know. Mm. And I was just trying to fit in. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like like we all do when we you know, we try to find ourselves and I found myself as I was peaking and graduated from high school and I felt I realized that I wanted to act and sing. And um as I started, you know, I, I was rapping before I was singing though, like making music wise, I was rapping. I was making a lot of rap music, freestyling, you know, at the lunch tables. I'm probably like one of the best freestylers out of all the people that I grew up with. So that's really like, it, it was never hard. I think the, the hardships came when people didn't accept my R&B or people didn't accept my rap. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem because it's like you're trying to get you're trying to weigh in between the two. People say, Oh, you should rap, bro. Like you dope at rapping. All my homies telling me I should rap. But then I, I got like important people and you know, the females, which I of course I'm gonna always head for the female side because the females tell me they love when I sing, like they love that I can sing. So I was stuck in between the two trying to fit in. A lot of the times, like, 
um, the identity, uh, my, me finding my identity was the issue. Okay. If I wanted to sing or if I wanted to rap. And then I'm like, man, you know what I'm saying? It, it really got to me being comfortable with myself to say, I can do everything. I can do all of this if I want to. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm good at it. I can start acting. And that's what, that's what got me into, you know, being on Empire and being on Jerry Springer and being on The Shy and stuff like that. Like, that type of stuff really got me off into, you know, that type, those things. And then, you know, rapping and singing just carried along. It just kept carrying. It just kept coming with me because, you know, I make good music. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, was, ta- I was talking to my lady the other day and I was telling her, I was like, I know it ain't nothing wrong with my music. It's something wrong with these people because I make great music. You know what I'm saying? So it's how did not. Feel it, about your music. I'm sorry. How does she feel? How does your lady feel about your music? Oh my my lady my lady met me from my music. Like she mm-hmm. she found she found me out through my music. If that makes sense. Like she okay. figured out what type of person I was through my music. So mm-hmm. my girl my girl always loved my music. I actually got my girl off into making more music because, you know, I'm so like, I'm so in love with making music. You know what I'm saying? So um, she supports me a hundred percent, man. She's behind me. She knows all my music. You know, my lady really believes in me and my mama and my father and my stepmom. <laughs> yeah. You know, all of my, all of my family members, like I'm the biggest I don't want to say like I'm the the most famous person in my family, but I am. You know what I'm saying? Because no one else does what I do. And now that I've done and got so far, now I have more of my family members that want to do it because it's like now they have a connection. They can we can do it. You know what I'm saying? We can do this together because I have that connection. I have those. I have those those the networking um tools to help anybody come from the bottom up to the next spot up that's good it seemed like you're about yeah. uh connecting the dots like definitely re- help, helping them out and we were discussing this in, in the previous our previous interviews that um again like a lot of people they get to a certain point to whereas they don't want to give the game right and, or, or or help or help out or, nah, like or, you said that crab in the bucket advice. mentality so i got the game once they make it out it once they make it out they're not trying to you know Come it's back. over with you know they ain't trying to they just want to hold everything for themselves like i feel like um within our community that's our mentality not saying us per se but yeah. you get a lot of people that will make it out the hood and then it's just like yeah i'll come back in the hood and shine on you but at the end of the day i ain't so I come you know, back look good i ain't giving you no resources you know i ain't giving you you know the, the, the Hellcat on you. I'm driving a Bentley, but I ain't pulling over. Yeah. They, they the want problem, to go through the hood. Yeah. Yeah. The, the problem is, is that we have a system, we have a systematic um, issue where we have these cycles, like you was mentioned earlier, that are is built into our minds that keeps us down. We can speak all day about Black Lives Matters and you know all of this stuff, but in the end, there's a lot of Black people that are up or like that makes money and makes and has enough connections so that everyone can make money, you know. And it's we're we're stuck in this cycle where it's like you not you don't help out the next man because that that man didn't help you <clears throat> and, and and at the same time I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you i felt that way at a certain a certain period of time too Who's you know that? yeah we all do you know what i'm saying we all do but when i started realizing that god started blessing me more when i started giving more game on and started giving the opportunities to people that was never given to me I love doing it. It wasn't like I was doing it because I know God was going to bless me. I was doing it because it made me feel good because I remember when I was in that position. You know what I'm saying? I remember when I was like, damn, where are all the showcases at? Where are all the, where the, where the videographers at? Where are the cheap videographers at? Where are the, where the studios at? Let me tell y'all something. I did not start getting all my connections until like literally three years ago. I'm 27 now. Mm. I'm 27. I'm 27. I've been doing this since I've been 16 professionally since I was 18. 
connections. I'm talking about studio sessions. I'm talking about videographers. I'm talking about beats. I'm talking about learning how to do all, literally everything that I have and 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 know is because I I learned it on a pickup. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't even something that I just went to school for something that I searched up on YouTube. It was literally on a pickup. Something do I was doing something. I was in the vicinity and people started showing me things. And I picked it up and I kept it and I and I made that a cycle in my life. See, the problem is, is that we need to unlearn. We don't unlearn enough. What I mean by unlearn is like the things that are put are placed into our lives and the things that we know from from the child, from from the 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 youth mind that we had mm-hmm. till now. Because there's things that you still do in life because of things that you saw when you were little you know and i I, i've mastered i've mastered the keys of unlearning and and replacing the negative and bad things that i saw when i was a child with the new things in my life that of course is positive and life-changing i appreciate that and we'll we'll appreciate you this was Awesome. Thought provoking interview. Awesome you got anything coming up, man? Any yeah. new project? Yeah, I just, yeah, I got a um I just I literally just dropped a, a EP called Let Me Be Your After Hour. It's like it's like a lot of it's like sex R and B, you know what that's I'm saying? With, like, uh, she for the streets. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She um, she for the streets. That's the last single that's on my um um Let Me Be Your After Hour. <laughs> I have I have another I have a R and B tape. I have one more R&B tape coming out before a whole lot of gang shit, volume two. But um, my next my next project is called Sugar Hill. Okay. Don't Rakim and um, uh, Big Daddy Kane supposed to do a versus? They wanted to. They and wanted it's to? Not, it's not. Uh, I don't want to see so... that, man. You don't want to see that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you going to say that? I don't want to see that, dude. Listen, dude, I'm a, di- I'm a different kind of man. Listen, Darren, brother, you just listen, brother. Listen, I'm sorry for that. You have to hear this. Hey, man. But I hold up, ain't give got me your, nothing with that. Give me your top five. Rakim goes of all time for his rappers. I want to hear your top five. As far as rappers, yeah, man, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I'm gonna say artists because you know, as like, I feel like everyone is an artist, not a rapper. Not a rapper. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, so no difference, just, I, I, just I'm, I'm, Yeah, I'm a little equal with both sides with rapper and singing, so I, I choose artists. But as of right now, my top five of all time is Biggie. I love Tupac, but Tupac doesn't fit into my top five. Okay. Um, I like Jay-Z, J. Cole. Um, this in order? No, no, this is not an order. This is not an order. Okay. Um and and I still only have two artists left. Um, Usher, correct. Like that's like that's one of my biggest influences. Okay. And um, um, Most Def. Mm, okay. 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 Hold up. Most Def. in there. So, no, Mike is Michael. Is he up? No, Michael. Yeah, yeah, Michael. I only, I only gave you five. Um. You he know, don't your top five though. Listen, That's what listen, you're saying. Listen, 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 no, 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 no. He doesn't. He doesn't go into my top five. He's like number six. Like mm-hmm. only because, only because I, I didn't really grow up on Michael. I grew up on Usher. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I grew up. R. Kelly. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was just gonna say you from Chicago. R. Kelly. R. Kelly. R. Kelly's in my top ten. You know, regardless of what the, what he's done. I love R. Kelly, man. I love his music. I love his his. I, I love the way that he articulates his music, man. It's it's amazing. So yeah, R. Kelly's in my top ten. Michael Jackson is in, is in my top ten. But as a kid, I listen to I listen to Usher. Usher is my my um influence when it comes to R and B. Okay, shout out to Usher. All yeah. right, shout shouts out. He was dope as hell. Yeah. Still is. Again, this is. I like that list, man. And I appreciate you coming. We well, appreciate through, man. you giving Definitely. us being patient, giving us your time. And this was enlightening. I yeah. hope when people we put this out and people and you know, like uh the young, you know, the younger Keep, people. Yeah, send the link for the water. Can, we want to support yeah. you yeah. in any way we can. Yeah. So whatever you have, man, just send the link because you seem like a, yeah. a dope you, dude. And we gotta have you on again too. Yeah. We gotta have you on again. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would love to do another show with you guys. I feel like there's some things and topics that we could still speak on that we didn't oh, get. Yes. Um, you know, I I love interviews like this because it's like, you know, you you guys don't even really know what you want to ask me because it's so so much yes, stuff you yes, know, it is. talk about. But um, you know, as you guys as you guys can see, you know, I'm very politically um understanding. I I, I know I know what's going on around me. Um, don't hate me for this, but I've never voted before. I'm 27. I never voted. I've never voted. For your local election. It's okay, nasty. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, um, I literally just got into my local elections because of Chance the Rapper, literally, because, um, you know, he was telling me about my audience and stuff like that. You know, I had, um, I had a nice little talk with Chance before. And um, I'm I'm close to his brother Taylor Bennett. Okay. So, you know, yeah, I I, I definitely I definitely believe in 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 um you know voting for mayors and um, I think Lightfoot is doing a good job. I think yeah. she decides what everybody's trying to portray her as yeah. on, on um, social media. She's a boss. She's a boss, I and I like that. Out there. Yeah. I like that. And on top of that, she's black. You know, um, I love that. I love the fact that. She's handling the city the way that she is. You know, that's it's, it's amazing to me. It's great. But um, I think I do think that I'm going to be voting um, or this next election because I don't want to be the I don't want to be the reason for Trump to get back into office. So I'm going to go vote and cast my vote. So that <laughs> OK, so you don't okay. vote for Biden. Yeah. yeah. And, and to be honest with you, he's he's really not any better. But. He's better than he's he's a he he had he had at least he has it all there. You know what I'm saying? He's not like he's not an actor. He's mm-hmm. not a he's not a he's not trying to feed the businessman like Trump is. Trump is trying to feed the the um the the billionaires and the trillionaires, the people that have control over the banks and the people that have control over you know, um, the currencies and stuff like that. That's, that's, that's what he's trying to do. He's not trying to help out, you know, the lower class, um, say per se, but, um, that, that, I guess that's really just for another conversation. (laughs) We we, we gotta have you back on. We we definitely, uh, I would, like I said, well, we would definitely love to do this again. And, um, look, just give me a date. Um, I'm, I'm a man of, I'm a man of action. Give me a date. We can shoot. Um, I would love this interview. Did you guys record this interview? We record oh, it now. Sir. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. you, you will get a copy of this. Yep. And all of that. We're going to promote it, put it out there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. We, so I definitely, you guys have a YouTube channel that you, where you post all your episodes or? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yep, we do have a YouTube. Actually, I'll inbox you our YouTube channel. Yeah. That way. Okay. You yeah. And then um, when, I mean, whenever you send me the copy, I'll just post it up. I'll post it up on my Instagram page. And show you guys some support too, because I'm all about you know helping out you know my my black people you know oh, and um we appreciate and we'll that's appreciate. Our, that's the same thing we're trying to do we're just trying to spread your message to the masses and get it out here to our people and let them understand that hey you got people out here that's doing it. different and then things, they're right? able to see a different side of you yeah well you know your because fans, a lot of times they see like you know artists they don't expect them to be. They expect them to be a certain way, not not be in tune with what's going on. Yeah, I can be from here, but yeah, I, I still know what's going on. I still got sense. Like yeah. I, I am, you know, I am enlightened. I'm, I'm I'm woke. So that's another reason why we like doing this because you know, um, a lot of people they see a rapper, they just expect, oh, okay, they're you know, they're they're not intelligent, yeah. you know, all, they trapped out. This is all they do or whatever. So um, I don't, and I don't like that. You know, yeah. I don't like that. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm not I don't want to I don't want to take up too much more time, but I definitely would say that, um, you know, I don't I don't try to portray a certain image of my music. Everything that I make music for is literally from either what's around me or what I've gone through. My R&B music, you know, of course, I make sex R&B music. Everybody has sex, sex sales. You know what I'm saying? But. I do feel as though that, you know, I'm able to speak on more than just what um, catches the media or what catches the the um, the audience's attention. Um, I have I, I don't know if you guys have SoundCloud or anything like that, but yeah. oh, I have on my YouTube. 
Yeah, you. I have a project called Young Black God. Young Black God and Young Black God Two. If you search on my YouTube channel, yeah, check it out. out. Yeah, check it out. It's not. I, I never sold it. I didn't sell this. I didn't put it out and stream it because I have a big fan base, and you know, it's very it's black empowerment music. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And um, it's I still I like to keep that type of music free for my people and free because I don't want the wrong entity to hear it and be like, oh, he knows entirely too much. You know what I'm saying? So it's really just for my fan base, my core audience and people that are open enough to understand what I'm saying. So when you guys get a chance to, you know, if I have to send you the link, I'll send you the link to number one and number two. And the, the tape is like maybe 10 to 12 minutes. Mm, but no, it, send it, it. it's enough to, to feed you and open a mental door in your mindset or hit a switch in your mindset that, that can, that can move your, um, your generational, um, black empowerment if that makes sense okay facts it might yeah. be with the streets missing man yeah we're gonna check yeah. it out definitely so, um, yeah man definitely definitely please dm me yeah. um your, your youtube i'll go subscribe to you guys send me this let me know when you send um send this this video to me i'll post it up so you guys thank y'all so much for seeing all time out y'all there to interview me um i was just literally out in st louis with my boy bay g so uh oh, i find you know, yeah, that's my that's my boy. Okay, cool. Man, listen, dude. We gonna get you back up in here and try to make it as, as soon as possible. So, you know what I'm saying? We gonna try to get you back up in here because I definitely love the conversation we're having. We must have more of these conversations. And congrats to you on the family yeah. and the new baby. Definitely. Congrats. Definitely. Uh, bro, brother Dez, he got a new baby too. That's why he had to step away. But, <laughs> but we definitely appreciate you, brother. Like I said, we'll try our best to get you back on the show as soon as possible. And other than that, you have a blessed and beautiful day. And like you said, bless your family and everything. And hope that everything goes well and that you keep progressing out here in this month. Thank okay? you. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. Y'all hey, stay up, man. Please stay safe and keep y'all going on, y'all. Likewise, brother. Likewise. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Appreciate you, man. <laughs>